Good, just double checking volumes and all that. Anyway, that's a great start to the podcast. Welcome back, Random Podcast with me, Marquez. What are we at? 190. Oh, Jesus, closer to 200. And then we're dancing. Then we're free. We're free to go. But we could keep going. We could keep going to 500. You never know. You never know which way the cookie crumbles or that the motivation rises. You know, it's like dope. How does dough rise? I can't remember. What's what's the ingredient again that makes dough rise? Is it dough? Is that the ingredient? Am I stupid? There is a possibility. What makes dough rise? We're Googling. We're barely a minute in. What makes dough rise? Money. Yeast. Yeast eats sugar. What the fuck is this? Look at the state of this description on um, Google. Bread rises because yeast eats sugar and burps carbon dioxide which gets trapped by the bread's gluten. The more sugar your yeast, your yeast eats, the more gas that gets formed. What the fuck is this? And the higher the bread rises. Why is this written like a child? God, this is awful. Why does Google have this as the first one? And it's a new page. This is weird. That must have bought its way up to the top. Yeast makes dough rise. So we're back. I can't even remember what I was talking about now, but there we are. We're yeasting it up. Love a bit of yeast. Love a bit of yeast and bread, not so much in the underwear, if you know what I mean. Fellas, ladies, can can guys get yeast infections? Let's Google it. Jeez, we're, two, we're starting off with two Googles. Who are we? It's a new podcast. Can guys get... Oh, number three. Number one is, can guys get pregnant? <laughs> That's so dumb. Number two is, can guys get UTI? Number three, can guys get yeast infections? Four, can guys get breast cancer? Can guys get HPV? Can guys get chlamydia? Why? How? Jesus. Can guys get? What can guys get? Googles. Jesus. Can guys get periods? Can guys get cramps? How dumb are people? Stupidly dumb is the answer. Can guys get... Can guys get... How dumb? How dumb are guys? I'm going to try and... Ah, fuck off. How can I do this? Because I'm the dumb one now. Can guys get... Yeast infections. Bad start, but stick with me. Yes, men can get yeast infections too, which can lead palantis, inflammation of the head of the penis. The yeast infections in men are common because the fungus that causes yeast infections, candida, is normally present on skin, especially moist skin. Well, here we started off with horrible sentences to start the podcast, but that's what we do here over at Trick Productions. We started off poorly, and then we hopefully we get better, but you never know, we might get worse. It's a hard call. Which way it'll go? 190, what are we at? April, no, March 30th. Um, filling up words on an essay, because it's been a while. It's been a few weeks since I did this. Sorry, people have been giving out to me. Well, that's tough titty, my voice. 
I've been doing another podcast, The Shame. That's a good laugh. I do it with a buddy, Owen. I almost said Egon and Eugene because he spells his name like the Irish way, Owen. How would you spell it in America? E-O-I-N or is it O-W-E-N? But he spells it E-O-G-H-A-N. The Irish form of Owen, but people call it Eugene or Ogden. Or uh, Yugi, whatever you, whatever you want to call him. And then we got guests on. So if you're looking for another podcast, check out The Shame. First guest was Robbie Williams. Then we had Craig Conant. Then we had Sean Mulholland. He owns a fancy, fancy big celebrity bar here in LA. And then we had another comedian, Eleanor Kerrigan, on last week. She was a pure joy. They've been a good laugh. Just laughing a lot in them. I think I was drunk on one of them, having a few boozes. And then we just keep going. It's very delightful. I wonder, you should send me messages, which do you prefer, the solo one or the joint one? I know people are going to send me these weird messages now, and I, I've, uh, it's on my own files. I've asked for that. I've asked you to uh, hit me up. People keep sending me messages on Instagram, and I'm like, look, what are you fucking talking about half the time? Just waves and waves of words coming at me. And I don't know what it means half the time. So don't get upset if I don't answer. If I don't know, people love asking me the question, why too? If I post a picture, they'd be like, why did you post this picture? And it's a stand-up, and it's like, what do you want as an answer here? <clears throat> people love sending me, um, fucking, I'll send a pic, post a picture, and they'll just be like, 100%. That's a weird response to Instagram story. If I post picture of porridge <laughs> the reply is 100% emoji I'm like ah oh, that's confusing almost as confusing as me posting porridge but you know what they call me porridge haze um, you know it's a love hate relationship with porridge because it's lovely but also it gets repetitive but then again uh, what else is there that's better the answer is nothing I feel like that's maybe women are hard to fucking um find out if they like food or like what do you want to eat and they never know the answer because they just want porridge maybe they're too shy that's what they want that's what I would want have you ever been like um, with uh, trying to eat something I keep trying to eat food recently like buy uh, food outdoor she's a kind of takeaway is that what it's called I'm like yeah, I don't want that no I don't want that am I a woman am I a woman inside a man's body there's the question for the ages I remember one time in a date, a girl was asking me, she just said randomly, she was like, are you wearing makeup? And I wasn't. And then the whole time on the, <laughs> I said I wasn't, like, obviously I was not. But then I was, she, I was like, no. She was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then I was just sitting there the whole time. I'm just like, am I wearing makeup somehow? Did I wake up wearing makeup? What is happening? And I'm just trying to touch my face. Is there makeup on my face? Needless to say, there was no day two. No day two for the parish. No day two at all. Um, as you can tell, my flow is off the kilter. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the other podcast has been a good laugh. I'm doing a studio where we shoot, or we do shows. Jam in the van, they set up a nice, um, they built a studio for me. They got some nice setup, although the table's too big. We have to sort some shit out. I should have. Uh, I knew the first episode, Robbie, would be good. He's an insightful, insightful fucker. He's delightful, articulate. 
And also, he would be good at uh, breaking me down. <laughs> the plan was, like, people were meant to give therapy on it. It hasn't always worked that way so far. i got to, like, steer it better. But, you know, you're learning as you go up, people. You pick up the bat, and then you run with it, and you run, and you run, and you don't know where you're going to go, and God only knows. You know what's insane? Even though I live alone, I've been in my apartment doing my podcast, and I still get paranoid that people are listening to me. To me. I don't know why it's such paranoia. And still people will FaceTime in public and they'll have no qualms, no shame. How do we get rid of that shame, I wonder? How do we give them some shame that they'll answer a FaceTime in a public place, not even wearing headphones? The fucking nerve. The, the, um, the balls on you. I feel like I don't even like talking in public. I've been doing like, like nine shows last week, I think. Maybe even more, maybe ten. And then the podcast, my throat has been on the verge of collapsing there a few times. That's why I haven't really been doing this podcast the last few weeks. My throat's been, it needs some, um, it needs a, a break so I don't lose my voice and I can't go on stage. Oh, the toughest life ever, don't I? Don't I have a very tough, a very soft, soft hands. No manual labor, but all me poor throat. <laughs> I have the throat of a builder's hands. Is that a good analogy? The answer is no. It's a metaphor. I don't know. Getting dumber by the day. I was in San Diego last week. Um, doing shows. Best part of San Diego, 100% is leaving it. I love leaving San Diego. Because on the way down, you're like, oh, yeah, San Diego, this is fun. And then I forget how fucking steroidy everyone is down there. They're just, like, hyped up and loud and, like, boozed up. And, like, tragically, meatheads, like, even the nerds are jocks down there. It's weird. People just shouting at me. We were doing shows, and there was, like, it was a good laugh. We did it in a good venue. What was it called? Mavericks. I went down there with my buddy Craig. Um, and the venue was slick, and the people running are really nice. The crowds, though, are just, like, hammered off their tits. But I think that's just the way it is down there. Sort of like loud and rowdy, but people kind of think it's funny. But And like you get heckled with compliments, which is worse than getting heckled with insults. Because then the person heckling you doesn't realize they're fucking up your flow. And they're just like, um, fucking, you're funny. You're, and you're like, oh yeah, you just ruined the punchline. Yeah, but you're funny. You're funny, man. You're funny. And they do that surfer fucking hand signal thing. What's that called? The cowabunga surfs up. <laughs> Yo, that one. The fist, the finger, the thumb and the baby finger out. You know the one. It's cool the way I talk for a living, really. And uh, very poor at descriptions and whatnot. You know, you're welcome, dear podcast listener. How are you? How have you been? Have you missed me? Tragically, some people have said, you, that was my solace. Well, I'm, I'm back. Fuckers, back with a bang, back with a slow whimper, actually. Back with a, you know, where you're like, oh, I should get back with my ex, and uh, it's going to be better. It'll be, I missed it, I missed it, and then you're like, ah, oh, no, this is not a boy. I romanticized it in my head. That's what this podcast is now for a lot of you. They're like, oh, no, this is not what I thought I was missing. You know, I, I went away for three weeks, and I went back, and you're like, ah, oh, you should have stayed away. We should, we should have just fondly remembered you instead of being aware that you're inadequate 
And I suppose that's life, really. You know, you either die young and up the top, or you, you peter out. You peter out slowly but surely. And by the time you're in your 50s, your 60s, you're wearing male diapers. And uh, that's the dream for everyone listening to this podcast, is to one day wake up and be like, where are my adult diapers? <laughs> where? The thing that's been killing me most of it, like, besides the shows, the shows are always fine. It's... um. It's small talk with people at the shows. I think whatever, how many shows I had last week, nine, whatever. I'd say I had chats with like four people that didn't tire me out or my throat. People would just be fuck. oh yeah, these like dude in San Diego, I was up there and I just get them to say I'm from Ireland so it just makes them aware straight away. They were like, what's wrong with his voice? There we go. Now you know him. And this one dude sitting on his own, hammered, hammered. I think it was like a 9 p.m. show, so he shouldn't have been that hammered on a fucking Thursday. But he was hammered as fuck. And um, he's just like, yeah, I'm Irish too, with a big thick ac- American accent. I'm Irish. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm Irish too. He just kept yelling at me. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, are you just yell. He's like, you're good. And I was like, can you let me speak? He's just yelling at me. Then I was getting off stage. It was fun. Like I had a lot of messages after it, being like, I was crying. I was like, oh, it's a, a hope of sadness. But this guy was just shouting the whole time. I was like, come on to fuck. And then I was walking off stage past him. And he was like, do you want to go smoke meth? <laughs> and then outside too, he's like, you want to do that meth or no? And I was like, no. And he's like, don't be a pussy. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. But small talk, yeah. I feel like small talk, especially if I'm wearing a mask and I have an accent, small talk should be banned. Um, ban it all. Ban it all. Stick it in bondage and ban it. A bandage on all small. Because people can't understand me. It's just like, it's even tougher. It's, they can't understand me half the time anyway. Because I've given up putting in effort now sometimes if I'm just like, I need to save my throat. I'm not going to raise my voice or articulate. Why? Because I'm a lazy whore. I get paid to talk. <laughs> well, I can't. I get paid to talk, so I'm not going to make an effort with you. But my voice is just... On the, I, so many times last week, I was like, I got to go home and drink some tea. My voice is dying. Because I do these Friday shows too. This is very much a woes me podcast, and that's how that's what you get, you know. Woes me, just some fucking loud rumbles outside. Um, but the Friday shows, I'll be down there from like seven to fucking one in the morning. If I'm running the shows and on the shows and hosting the shows, just talking to people, my voice is like, all right, we're gonna tap out any minute. And it's funny because you don't realize, oh, I better not lose my voice, or else I can't do my job. So, you know, it's, it's a tough life, people. It's a tough... I almost died, too, since the last podcast. But I felt like that. I got the vaccine. First part of the vaccine at the time, I made the mistake. I mean, like, I got the vaccine. And then everyone was just a doctor hitting me up. What one did you get? How did you feel? And where did you get it? How did you get it? Was it one shot or two shots? Can I get it? How do I get it? Why did you get it? Apparently, they're giving us entertainers. That's how you get it. They're now giving it to everyone over 30. That's how you get it. They're also giving it to anyone that signs up in the link. That's how you get it. They're giving it to anyone under 30. That's how you get it. You could also just Google this shit and leave me alone for a minute. <laughs> That's how you get it. But I got it like in the morning, say so like 
10.30. Went there. Jeez, the nurse was so nice. She was so sound. She was just talking, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll never forget you. You think it's a big moment? You think it's monumental? I was going to save the plaster she put on me after, and I was like, this is the big moment. We survived. We survived the pandemic. Um, and then you're just like, she's been like, all right, is everything, they're so nice, nurses, and everyone's such a cunt in LA usually that you're just like, oh, someone's been nice, I'm going to fall in love with you. She stuck it in, and you'd be like, ah, I'll never forget you, Lucy. I think that was her name. She couldn't understand me through the mask. She was like, pardon? And I was like, I'll never forget this day, or are you? She's like, huh? And I just said, okay. <laughs> And then I couldn't remember her name as I was driving home. So, you know, I'm a liar, I'm a bullshitter, I'm a whore. I feel if you ever caught lying, just say you're using a filter, like a fucking Instagram filter. Those filters on Instagram are insane. The amount of catfishing, you're like, wait, your eyes aren't upward, and they're like, what is happening in your lips? There's a new one, pillow face lips, where it's like face down, you got big old fucking puffy sausage lips. And some people, unfortunately, on Instagram, they actually look a bit better than usual with the big fucking deformed face lips. So fair play, something to consider. Get some lip filler in. You might uh, step up your game. You might get out there dating. You might find true love. You never know. Um, well, I used to think, I, I thought before I hated dating, and now I'm like, did I hate dating or was I just poor? You never know what, so you're like, ah, oh, this is a waste of money. I could be having a laugh on my own. Now if I'm out and I'm having a booze and someone's born, I'm just be like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, I suppose. I'll just get drunk and I'll ditch you. That's a good plan for dating. I do feel like so. I realized the other day, I think sober dating is like sober sex and it's like eating del ta taco sober. I've never had del taco, but my buddy Craig, we were driving back from San Diego. As I said, the nicest part. Because the drive, the drive down, too, you're just like, ah, it's only two hours. And then traffic, you're like, ah, it's almost four hours now. That's lovely. You're taking ways and ways. It's like a fucking drunk person. But it's like a drunk person who thinks they know where they're going and they're kind of half, they're vague, and they're like, okay. It's like a person, like, I love telling people I'm en route. En route. Because it's so fucking vague. <laughs> you're just like... I'm on route, and people are like, he's on the way, and not realizing we just left LA and we're going to be there in four hours. And then Waze is like, yeah, just take a loop here and turn around and take a loop, and yeah, just keep going. And you're just like, what the fuck? Jesus, Waze, you're fucking me up. But Craig was telling me if we drove past Del Taco, and I was like, have you had Del Taco? Because I knew he would have. Um, and he was like, yeah, he goes, it's when you're, he goes, when I was boozing, it was one of the best things of all time. He would crave it, crave it. And then sober, you're just like, what the fuck? How did I make this mistake? This is disgusting. And I feel like that's like sober sex, sober dating. You're just like, oh, this is awful. And then with a couple of boozes, you're like, oh, this is lovely. This is much better now than I imagine sober. That's me. I'm the I'm the drunk Del Taco of the boudoir. Um... That's me in a nutshell. If you would like a nutshell to put me in, I'm the drunk del taco of the boudoir. What a lovely uh, sentence that makes a lot of sense. That's what we do here in the podcast. We like to make a lot of sense. 
God, they're dating. I feel like if we were ever going to date in LA, you could ask the person, are you on meth? And they could not get upset because it's a fair first date question. People be showing up with pillow face filters in real life and you're like, oh Jesus, I thought that was the filter. Why are these crazy eyes in LA? I don't get, or in America actually in general. You see them a lot in Fox News. These fucking talking heads, their eyes are psychotic. I'd love to know. I try to ask my buddies about drugs there and they just laugh as if though they know, but they don't want to tell me. It's very strange. Um. <coughs> I'd love to know. Is it Adderall? I don't fucking know. If anyone knows, what are those crazy eyes? Anyway, you could, that's what being on a date in LA is like sometimes. So you could say, are you on meth? Adderall, what is it? Oh, isn't that the same thing though? Isn't Adderall like prescription meth? Interesting. This, let's check, all right, Google. This podcast is definitely better when we Google. Is Adderall meth? Is Adderall wider similar? Yeah, they seem to be similar. Uh, yeah, they're both the same, more or less. One's a legal form. So is that what you're fucking taking, you psychos? Can men get yeast? Can men get pregnant? <laughs> the fucking stupidity online is unreal. And yet I'm Googling, uh, I'm Googling, can men get yeast infections? So you know who's stupid here, people. You're listening to him, and does that make you stupid? No, you're, you're doing it for your own pleasure. You're like, well, if he's this stupid, I don't feel as bad about myself. Let's get to know him more. My buddy told me that the other day. <laughs> we were having a good laugh on the phone. I told him a story, and I can't remember what I told him. He goes, wow, you're, you're a bad guy. <laughs> I said, thank you. He says, yeah, it's very sad getting to know you more. <laughs> I was like, thank you, you're finally getting me. You're finally understanding where I, where it all comes from. He's <laughs> a funny, do you know what's unreal? One of the most unreal things, like the more and more you fucking go around the world, daily life anywhere, is like meeting someone who isn't annoying is unreal. You're <laughs> just like, Jesus, a nice breath of fresh air. If anyone, I was asked recently, what are you looking for in a woman? I didn't have an answer. Just the normal stuff, but also the normal stuff, they might not. You'd be like, ah, she must be beautiful, sound, a good laugh. I said kind too. I like talented women. I like ambitious. But most of all, what can trump all them or can ruin it? I just want, it just don't be annoying. <laughs> People are like, I'm not a nine. You're like, maybe not the first three times. And here's the thing, too. I'm definitely a nine as well. I woke up the other day. I was up boozing the other night. And I woke up, and I was like, my first thought was, ah, Jesus, I was talking too much last night. <laughs> Do you ever start? I'll be starting stories, and I'll be like, ah, God, why am I telling this story? And then I'm like, ah, this crowd isn't the storytelling type, but I'm already started. And I have the urge to continue the story to the bitter end, as you might well know on this podcast. You're like, Jesus, yeah. How have you not given up on this story yet? And I'll be like, well, there we go. Even me telling you a story about telling a story, that should have been given up. But I won't. I'll persist. I was out boozing with my buddy. 
<laughs> they're funny. They're two Australian guys. We're in a band. They're sound. They're chilled. They're much more of a laugh than a lot of other fuckers I know. And then we went back to one of their houses. His house was on rail. Um, up in the hills and we're just sitting at the pool and then I just kept telling bad stories. <laughs> and then I woke up the next day and I was like, ah, I was talking too much, huh? Talking too much. And I can't remember the point of me telling that story. Oh, me being annoying. Yeah, that's me. At least I've never, one, one plus. Here's the thing, I've never had a guy and I've never ever described to Hopefully. I've never heard a guy tell me about his bad day at work. <laughs> Whereas I've had a lot of women describe it. Why is that, I wonder? I've had a woman be like, ah, oh, well, you know, Susan wouldn't fold the clothes. And I hate my job at the clothes shop. It's only a part-time job, but I hate it. And she wouldn't fold them. And I said, Susan, can you please fold the clothes? And she wouldn't fucking fold them. And then I was upset, and I went to the closet, the wardrobe back room, the locker, and I started crying, and then Susan said, why are you crying? I said, it's you, Susan, you wouldn't fold the clothes, and then I went out, and she half folded the clothes, and then it's just a lot, because I just, it's not my job to fold all the clothes, I should be folding some of the clothes, and Susan should be folding the rest of the clothes, and if Susan doesn't fold all the clothes, then I have to fold all the clothes, and it's just a lot, because I don't even want to be there, I don't even want to be talking about this, and I'm like, but you are, you're telling me everything in excruciate, excruciate, why can't I say that? Do Jesus? That's been happening a lot recently too. I'd be like, how? Do you know you haven't said a word in a while? And like, excruciating pain. And then you, um, by mistake, you fucking, you fucking pronounce too many letters. Excruciating pain. Let's hear what. Excruciating. Wow, it was excruciating listening to me pronounce that word excruciating you're like why are you saying every excruciating detail um yeah i never had a guy do that not once how was your day at work ah, whatever should we booze yeah should we do shots yeah that means he's had a bad day <laughs> if you're doing shot right away bad day you know, we all have a bad day, but I've realized recently something that I like to do now after a long day out and about. Out and about, and you're talking to people, and you're in and out of places, and you're all around, and your mask is on the whole day. I realize coming home and taking off the mask must be what it feels like for women when they take off their bra after a long day. The joy of it all. Pure, unadulterated joy. I was like, ah, oh, the relief. It has me thinking, like, because guys would not know What's the equivalent guys taking off their fucking tight jeans? I bought these like, if I'm going running or hiking up a fucking mountain, wearing shorts, but sometimes it's cold. And you know me, you know me, fellas and gals, gals and girls and guys and ladies and laddies. Uh, I don't mind the cold, but sometimes it'd be bitter. It'd be bitter. It's not as bad now. But I bought these like Nike yoga tight pants things. And Jesus, they just grip you. Grip you. And I was taking them off and I got home and I'm like, ah, this, why, why women wearing fucking tight bras? Jeez, must be restricting. Restricting the goods. It was like in school back in Ireland, we'd wear school uniform every day, which is good. At the time I didn't like it, but now I'm just like, thank God I wasn't fucking picking out an outfit every day. But then you get home and you take it off and you just get into your shorts and t-shirt and you're like, ah, this is the life. This is like the joy. This is, who needs joy in Ireland? This is our joy, really. 
that's a happiness in Ireland when you could take off your school uniform and run free. <coughs> your life was there to be lived. Your dreams were all in front of you. You were going to become something. You were going to do something with your life. You were a young pup growing up in Ireland. And now the hope and dreams are over. It's all gone. And your relief comes in taking off Nike yoga pants, tights, things that you wear under shorts. <laughs> you know the kind. You slip them on underneath your shorts and then you're like, ah, these are kind of cool, I suppose. But now you've given up. Here's how I know someone in LA has given up on their hopes and dreams. When their pet Instagram appears in their bio. That means they're done. They're now putting all their fucking hopes and dreams into their pet Fido, Fifi, Fanula, whatever you want to call your little pet. Your dog with the one eye and the one tooth who you say is beautiful. Isn't, isn't she beautiful? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> one day, one day I'll get the balls to say, you have an ugly, ugly pet. <laughs> Just so you know, I can't. Maybe the personality is good. Look, let's not beat around the bush. It's the equivalent of an ugly person. But the personality, lovely. But can we stop calling them beautiful? And then women will get upset in particular. And you have to figure out. I have a way, fellas, I realized. I was chatting to a girl recently and I realized I gave her three compliments. And I was like, she doesn't care about this. I should just give her money. <laughs> so that's a bit of advice. Instead of giving women compliments, just give them money. They'll be happier. You'll be more of a saint. Everyone, it's a win-win conversation. It's a win-win situation. You know, modify your ways and you'll come out on top. Isn't that what life's all about there now, people? Life lessons right in the middle of a podcast. You came here expecting that? No. You expected humor. You didn't get it. So now I'm throwing life lessons at you. Trying to finish reading books. Keep buying books and books. They're stacking up around me. Keep buying books and rugs. I bought three rugs recently. I bought one first one, a grey one. Stunning, stunning rug. It's in my dining room, living room area under my big table. Lovely rug. That's where I'm sitting now. It's, it's beneath me feet, people. Beneath me lovely feet. Um, yeah, it's a lovely rug. And then I was like, let's buy more. And I bought an orange one for some reason. And then I bought a blue one, and the blue one I put in my spare room, and it's way too fucking big. Almost, I'd get it underneath the bed, I'd get rid of the bed, getting in the couch. This is now a home decor uh, podcast, so you're welcome. Welcome in to the home decor podcast with me, Mark Hayes, where we're going to discuss rugs. I bought a rug, my <laughs> Irish buddy, I showed him, because I'm actually impressed. He goes, good work, Jerry Rugs. <laughs> so he only calls me Jerry Rugs. Which I like. I think that would be a good name for a rug store. Where'd you get your rugs? Jerry Rugs. We were thinking of opening up a rug store in Skid Row. Skid Row is very weird. We were driving around there. He was visiting. We drove down. And um, it's like a lot of, it's just rows of tents. Tents and tents and tents of homes, people. And then there's a lot of flower shops, which is odd. And then they have a deli in the middle of it. <laughs> You're like, who's buying flowers in Skid Row? Very peculiar. Surely it's a crack drug dealing situation cover. And you're like, oh yeah, would you like some cracking roses? They buy roses. Because you could get away. Do you know the way flowers come with flower food? 
seeds, no, they're not seeds, are they? They're flower food, I think it's called. I'm going to Google flower food just to see what's... I like the way I have to get the pronunciation for excruciating. And this podcast probably feels excruciating. Oh, yeah, it's called flower food. Well, that's a bit simplistic. A bit simplistic, but that's what we like here on the podcast. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, yeah, we were like, who the fuck is going down to fucking Skid Row buying flowers in Delhi? I've been going to this deli, it's on Laurel Canyon, it's on the way to hiking, what's it called, I can't remember, Laurel Canyon Deli maybe, corner store, grocery store, and they got fucking good deli, I get some coleslaw, some salad, um, some chicken salad, sorry, some coleslaw, chicken and salad, and egg salad, and I was like, alright, I like these three, and I went there about four times, and then the fifth time, there's a dude in there with a toupee, who runs it I think, owns it maybe, he goes, hey, I know what you're getting. I know what you're getting. You have a routine. I know what you're getting. Chicken salad, egg salad, and coleslaw. I know what you're getting. You have a routine. He said so many times. I was like, well, I'm never coming back here again. You've ruined it now. I like the anonymity. That better be the right fucking word. Jesus Christ, my brain's gone dumb. And, uh, anonymity. How do you pronounce anonymity? Oh, yeah, I got it right. Well done, Brad. Go work. High five. Um, but, yeah, he ruined it now by being like, you is, you have, a, I know what you're doing. You have a routine. I was like, ah, oh, God, you're ruining it for me. Why would you do that? The joy of anonymity is gone. Um, and he fucked it up. And I haven't been back since. And will I go back? I don't know. He made me feel like a loser with a, <laughs> with a routine. Like, ah, you know, I, I like the routine. I like to go wild and then have routine during the day. And you ruined it all, Mr. Toupee Man. The Toupee Destroyer. It made me feel like a real chump. And that's not really on him, that's more on me. That's what we're doing in my other podcast, we're trying to get rid of the shame. Like, have you ever showed up somewhere early? That's one of my least favorite feelings in the world. I'm like, ah, I'm a loser. I showed up early. I have this much free time in my life. Why didn't I show up late and be cool and ambivalent and fucking um, disrespectful of people's time? Why did I show up fucking early like a true chump in the middle of the night? Here I am showing up early. At least I got my vaccine early, so that's good, you know. I think oh, it's two weeks today. Two weeks. Got the day before Paddy's Day. Oh, yeah, that's why I went home. Jeez, what, what a bad story teller. I was telling the story and I completely forgot. Um, I went home and I was like, oh, I'm dancing. It was like 11 by the time I got home, maybe. Noon, I was dancing. Then I was fucking tired. I was like, oh, I'm tired. Then I just got too many texts off people. What? What one? How many? What? Where? How? Why? And I was like, oh, God. I thought they were tiring me out. I went to bed and I woke up like a... Three, I think. And then I tried to get up and I was like, wow, I was fucking goosed. Like my body had no energy. I was dying of death. Jesus, I thought I was dying. Vaccine death. Literally the worst I've ever felt, I'd say. And I almost went hiking to try and fool myself. I was like, if I go hiking, that shows that I'm beating the vaccination and I'm not dying. 
Um, thank God I didn't, because I started shivering. Like I've, I've actually shivered one time like this before, and that's why I know everyone's saying that now. But I remember, if you're a dear listener to the podcast, remember when I was in San Francisco in December, not last year, the year before, and I thought I was going to die. I thought I had a chest infection. I was in bed. I thought my cousin's heating went out, and that's why I was freezing. But it was actually me. So like two weeks ago when I got the vaccination, I went to bed and I didn't, I couldn't get warm. My heating was pumping. It was so hot in my place. So hot it was giving me a headache, but it was, the rest of me was shivering. I was wearing like socks, tracksuit pants, t-shirt, a jumper, a hoodie. I was in bed underneath four blankets and I couldn't stop shaking. And then I was like that for 24 hours. I went from shivering like I was going to die to sweating like I was going to die to like rolling and wreathing. What, what's that? Yeah, that's another word I got to do. Jesus, this is fucking great. W-I-R-T. How do you pronounce this again? I really got to say more words. Riding. Oh, yeah, I was riding around. Not riding like in the good Irish way where you're pumping, but riding around like I was fucking making, twisting, squirming movements or contortions of the body. That's what it was like. It was like fucking poison was going through me. And my body was just like, ah. And I was like all over my bed. I like the way the de- definition on Google is a writhing heap of maggots. That was me. I was a writhing heap of maggots. Um, that's what I was exactly. It was fucking brutal. It was like, I don't know if this, what, like when heroin heads are going cold turkey and that's what they feel like. But geez, now we can understand why they're in fucking pain and just want to hit. I thought I was going to die, and then I woke up. I literally was, like, delirious the whole night. Just Apparently, someone told me that means I have a good immune system. They might have been nice. They might have been calling me a weak bitch, but they were like, oh, that's your immune system was fighting hard against the vaccination. Um, but I felt like that in San Fran ages ago when I was dying, too. Same thing, riding around like a heap of maggots. Um, it was fucking... Oh, I got these aches in my legs that, like... I've never had them, so it was so bad. Just my legs were aching, like, just this weird pain that was intense. If you had said, it's time to cut your legs off and the pain goes away, I would have been like, okay, I don't need them, cut them off. Just dying. Then I woke up next morning at 10, and I was like, am I okay? Just a fucking shell of a person. And then, um... Tried to get up and eat something. And I was like, oh no, it's coming again. And I went back to bed and I woke up at three. And I was just fine. It took 24 hours, literally 24 hours, I think, from when it first kicked in as like really bad to the next day. And I was back and I survived ever since. I've been kind of tired, all right? Um, maybe that's why my throat has been dubious keep sucking on lozenges but I'm a rebel I realize if I have like a lozenge I'll just chew it automatically and that's the rebel in me people you can't hold me back you can't tie me down I won't have a lozenge tell me what to do I'll chew the fuck out of that little whore but yeah worst 24 hours honest to god if 10 was death this was like an 8.5 for fucking pain and just brutalness people ask me too many questions too and I was trying to like distract my mind and just look at my phone for anything, some solace, some guidance, some fucking, just a bit of comfort. 
People are like, oh, I would have brought you. Like, there's nothing people could have done either, so it was grand being alone. Brought you over food. I had no appetite. People got jealous over that, too. They're like, ah, oh, I hope that happens to me. I might lose some lose some weight. It's <laughs> like, okay. That's fair. But yeah, it was intense. So if you're out there getting the vaccine, um, best of luck. Let's see if you've got a strong or a weak immune system. Um, but yeah, it's been two weeks. Two weeks and now we're dancing and the podcast is back. And what else would you want, people? What else would you want? What else would you need? You're very welcome. We're back in the game. All right, I'm going to wrap up there because I got a, geez, there's an unreal show on tonight and I'm going to go. This is a comedian, Dom Herrera, the funniest, soundest guy. He's hilarious. He's older now, but she's what a legend. Um, he's having a show. I haven't seen him in over a year at least. So I can't wait to see him. And the lineup's unreal. He's got Bill Burr. Craig Robinson, Jeff Ross, just a sh- uh, Kevin Nealon, who's hilarious, just a slew, sh- slew of people who are very funny. So I'm going to go down now and say, Dom, how is it going? And he's going to say, Slew. <laughs> slew. All right, that's the podcast. Make sure to check out my other one as well, The Shame. More episodes coming every Monday. There's a new episode of that. I'll try and do a single one every Tuesday. And then we got a little routine, and you get two for the price of zero. So that's nice. That's nice for us all. All right, go on. Goodbye. Good duck. Um, yeah, make sure to rate this review, this podcast, and review it all on Apple Podcasts and whatnot. All right, thank you. Bye, good duck. Go out there now and get up them steps and be a, be a good little fucking... Be a nice jerry rug to all your friends. Go out there and buy a rug. If you've got any good rugs, send me pictures of them. This is now in uh, Home Decor. Home Decor uh, podcasts. And if you're giving up, make sure to put your pet Instagram in your Instagram bio. So people will know the game is over. All right. Goodbye. Good talk. Go on. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk.